It's time for To The Max Sports, where we talk about sports. They're just two guys, Max and Drew, in a bar talking all things sports. Well, without the bar. And the beer. Wait, why aren't we in the bar? Hello, 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 and welcome to To The Max Sports. You all know what time it is. It's time for To The Max Sports. Folks, hang around today. I am going to have a plethora of topics to talk about with Brother Bob. Hi. Hi, Bob. Um, hang in. Wait about 10, 15 minutes. I'm going to tell you why, Bob. Jerry Jones may have ended Bill Belichick's career. And then I will give you my locks of the week. Uh, I won last week. I had the Giants. They covered. Man. One outright. Much to Bob's chagrin. We both went two and two last week, Bob. So, uh, you know, we nothing's changed. At this point, you are against the spread because we only bet primetime games. Those aren't my locks. Those are just so we're not betting every single game. Bob went 27-23, two and two last week. And you're now 29-25 for the year. Okay. And I'm two and two and 23 and 27. So I still have some work to do, Bob. Bob, uh, I know you love this topic, refereeing in the NFL. It's a hard job. It is a hard it's a, job. It's you, a hard job. I mean, I, I I wish I wish we had full-time referees, but these, these guys do the best job they can, man, and they're human. Well, like Lou Holtz once said, fans like the coach, coaches like the ref, and refs just want to watch the game. Yeah. I mean, have, have you ever have you ever refereed anything? No. At I, any I, level? I, no. You think I want some parent assaulting me because little John, I missed a foul call on a basketball shot with little Johnny? Really? Um, but someone has entered the fray to actually bring light to this. A announcer has gone where no announcer dares to go. Did you see where Troy Aikman the other night? Uh, again, just one of these calls that everybody on TV could see. It should have been about two seconds to say, okay. And Aikman finally had enough. He's like, come on. I mean, this is on live television. He's like, come on, guys. Two minutes into this, looking at it at every angle, 13 seconds left on the half. And that's pretty and, much a meaningless and, play. And, and I'm sorry, don't don't lay that at the referee's feet. Lay that at the competition committee's feet. We need a Sky Ref who was part of the crew who was not just an advisor. Yeah. I think you'll see some big changes here at the end of the year. They have to do something. Well, Bob, what else is going on? I don't know. Did, did did you want to go further down this rabbit hole of there's a pooter film around referees? So maybe, just maybe, the reason the refs are missing the calls is because they're high. There's a conspiracy theory going on. This uh, The fans, so is that a vape pen? That's or a, a pen. pen. It's a pen. <laughs> For those of you, who, uh, it's a video of a ref who dropped something out of who his Who dropped pocket. his pen. Who dropped his pen? But don't vape pens look like pens? I don't know. I don't do that. <sighs> it's a pen. <laughs> it's a pen. For so. all the for, for all the people that think that that's something else, it's a pen. Go back go back to your parents' basement and call for your meatloaf. <laughs> that was making the rounds. So uh, I thought that was pretty funny. You know, you need more. T- you know. Unemployment is kind of low, so, I mean, there are jobs out there for you to be had, so please get out of your parents' basements. <laughs> you want to move into our uh, picks uh, for uh, 
against the spread picks on sure. prime time? Sure. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, we can, we can go right into that. And then I will again tell you why Jerry Jones may have ended Bill Belichick's career. Bill Belichick may have ended Bill Belichick's career. There, there are reports right now that this is his last season in New England. Yeah. I, I mean, credible reports that this is his last season yeah. in, in New England. Jerry Jones helped him. Well, helped him out, out of the way. goodness of his heart. <laughs> so, yeah, so uh, let's. Tonight, we've got a, we got a burn burner. Must see television. Yeah, this is what? Uh, is this the Broncos this at the is, Lions? This is the Raiders Charger game. Oh, Raiders Chargers. Why don't I have that on my sheet? I thought I had that on my sheet. It's Raiders Chargers. Raiders Chargers. I believe you have to look at the line. Sorry. Yep, there is. I thought I had it. Uh, Las Vegas, minus three. I'll let you go first on this one, Bob. <sighs> I really don't care. Neither do I. I really don't care. These Both of these teams are five and eight. Who cares? Uh Raiders, Raiders are going to, Raiders are going to Raider. I'll take the Raiders and lay the points. Yeah. I mean, Josh Jacobs may be out. He's still questionable. Now we found out that uh, Justin Herbert's definitely out for the year, which I think if they were still in playoff contention, they would bandage and tape that finger and he'd still be playing. But the season's over. That coaching staff is gone at the end of the year and probably the Raiders coaching staff also. But having said that, uh, yeah, give me the Raiders. I think they can do just enough to win this game, even though they didn't score a point last week, which is okay. pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, so I will go ahead and uh, I'll take the Raiders and give the three points. Sounds good. Sounds good. And what should be a very exciting game. Bob, I'm going to do something a little different, too. On Thursday nights, I don't play fantasy football. I tried one time. I hated it. Because I found myself not watching the game, just watching the player. And have I you ever heard it, my theory about fantasy football? I think I have, but go ahead. Yeah, they're like babies. Everyone's fantasy football team is like a baby. They think that they're the smartest, most beautiful, most interesting thing in the world. Everybody who plays fantasy football thinks their fantasy football team is the most interesting thing in the world. <laughs> the reality is, for the rest of us, your fantasy football team is the least interesting thing in the whole wide world, and I don't want to hear about it. The only thing least interesting is when you get on your cell phone and start showing me pictures of your kids. That and fantasy football, I'm, um, I'm out. Un, unless you're Jennifer Lawrence's dad, and then you're totally okay showing me pictures of your daughter. <laughs> now, um, just because there are so many fantasy footballers out there, in this game, if you had to start someone, go ahead and start Gerald Everett. That would be my guy to have you all take. If you got to play fantasy and, football and, tonight. And, and go get a life. And have a starter. And go, go get, get a life. life. My, my, my other problem with fantasy football is, is it takes away rooting for teams and rooting for individuals. So you're, you're sitting there and you don't care about the outcome of the game. You're only, you only care about the outcome of that one player. Yeah. Go, go get me a touchdown. Go get me yards. Ah, go, yeah. go pound sand. No, I agree. It, it, it ruined it. I, I couldn't, I can't do fantasy football. Yeah. Because to me, it just distracts from the beauty of the entirety of the game. So now that we're done with college football, we finally get Saturday NFL games again. So uh, I added in the mix the Saturday primetime game. 
So that's mm-hmm. the that's the night game. That is the Denver Broncos on the road at Detroit. Detroit's favored by four in this game. And this is almost a must win for both teams. It's definitely a must win for Detroit. And they're at home. Detroit's at home in this game? Detroit is at home in this game laying four. I mean, I don't like this game at all. I think Detroit's regressing, but and I still, um, you know, I still don't trust the Broncos, you know. So, having said that, as tough as this game is, I think at the key positions that Detroit has the better talent. If their defense can just, you know, uh, put some pressure on Denver, they should be fine. You taking Detroit yeah, then? Yeah, I, I hate giving. You, you, you hate, talking? You talking I, yourself I, into I, Detroit? I would probably buy it down to three points, but just for the entirety of what we're doing, I'll go ahead and take Detroit minus four and a half at home. No, it's just minus four. You're only giving or four. four. Okay, I'd buy it down a point. Oh, I, I, play. I, I think this game is at least at least a possession and a half. This is this is ten points. De- 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 Detroit is not going to have any problems with with Denver. That's that's my prediction. Okay. We're both online for that one. So the next game, the Sunday night game, is the Ravens at the Jaguars. And the Ravens are favored by three and a half. Three and a half right now. I mean, they're winning, but they're winning ugly when it comes to the Ravens. The Jaguars, when they're losing, they're losing ugly. I just think, again, if I go to the key positions, you know, especially a wide receiver, I know the Jags have some some injuries out there. Give me the Ravens. I'm going to take the Ravens, too, but I'm going to take the Ravens because I want them to win. I don't actually, I actually, I think that the, the Jaguars have a decent chance. And actually, you know something, give me the Jaguars. I'll take the points with that hook. But I think the Ravens, if the Ravens win this game, it's better for me because my 49ers have the Ravens next week. I don't need the Ravens coming off of a loss and needing a win against my 49ers. All all three of these games that we've just talked about, I would not put a a nickel on them. I will give you my locks of the week after we're done with these primetime picks. Okay. Next game, we have the Eagles going east to west. On an extra day of rest, because they're playing on Monday night, they're visiting the Seahawks in Seattle, where historically the Seahawks have been good, but in the last year or so, not so much. Eagles are favored by three and a half on the road at Seattle. You know, the thing with Philly is they've lost two games by over 20 points each game. That's That's a little disconcerting to me. And Pete Carroll is 18-6 and six coming off of teams that he plays that have lost by 20 or more points. So having said that, the fact it's a night game, the fact that it is in Seattle and they're getting points, I think Carroll will have these guys ready. Give me Seattle plus three and a half. Do you think Seattle wins this outright? I think they could, but I'm not willing to take that chance. I'm going to take Seattle as well because I think this is a good game. I, I think this is a tight game. Again, that 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 half point hook helps me. Uh, Seattle played Dallas really close mm-hmm. in Dallas. Yep. Uh, I think the NFC West is sneaky good, even though their records don't show it. 
all those teams except the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think Seattle can give them a run for a money. Now, it, Philadelphia is playing for their life. This, but this is their last hard game. The rest of the rest of their games are cupcakes. Cupcake schedule. So, yeah. okay. So yeah. So I I do think Seattle can win this game outright. I think it's going to be close, and I think it's going to be down at the end. So the last game of the week for me, and you're and you're coming along the ride with me apparently. <laughs> 49ers are on the road at the Cardinals. 49ers are laying 12 and a half. Last week, the 49ers, when we picked it, when we picked that game, were only laying 11. That yeah. line blew up to 13 and a half at kickoff. Yeah. Thankfully, we got it in at 11. If it had been 13 and a half, I would have lost, but it was 11 and they won by 12. So that was a good thing. So this week, 12 and a half at the Cardinals. Well, I think James Conner's back. So with James Conner in the backfield, Tyler Murray. Being able to move around, I think they're capable of scoring some points. Um, that's a lot of points. And the Cardinals are at home, you said? Yep. 12 and a half at home? Yep. If I'm the coach of the Cardinals, that's on the chalkboard. How badly does how, how badly are we disrespected? I will take the points on that one, Bob. Really? You know what's disrespectful? You know what's really disrespectful? A three and ten record. That's disrespectful. Put that up on the board. Not that you're, you know, underdogs by twelve and a half, but put that up on the board. Aren't they two and zero though since Murray's been back? I don't care. They're three and ten. You are what your record says you are. <laughs> Did isn't that what Parcell said? You are what your record you says you are. are. Three and ten. Okay, yeah, and I and and you know I'm rolling with the 49ers. Uh for the rest of the season. And after this game, we have the Ravens next week and we have a couple cupcakes after that. So I am, I am very hopeful that we have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So Bob, you know that I always have my locks of what your lock? of these are. Uh, I tried to give you the giants last week. You, you refused. I made you an offer. You shouldn't have refused. Oh my God. Talking about an offer. You shouldn't have refused. I see that guy's agent in the stands. Are you talking about DeVito? DeVito's agent, Slimy. His nickname is Slimy, and he looks slimy. Forget about it. I mean, he had, it was everything. He had the gold chain. He had the black hat. He was all in black. He was kissing DeVito's dad on the cheek. It was a made man, man. Speaking of made men, (laughs) the one week I give Joey Merlino advice, he actually bet against, uh, he took Dallas. That that was a smart bet. Uh, I mean, I didn't expect Dallas to do that to the Eagles. I expected Dallas to win and cover the spread. I did not expect that result, though. Dallas will have a test. They're going on the road to Buffalo. That should oh, be an the interesting rest, game. The rest of their season? Do you know the rest of the season? I know it's, it's pretty brutal. Yeah so, yeah, so they're on the road to the Bills, then on the road to the Dolphins, then at home on the Lions, and their final game, it's a divisional game, but they're at Washington and the Commanders. So this is not an easy schedule. So all you Cowboys fans that think you're winning the division, you might want to think again. And you're going on the road. You're going to have to win three playoff games on the road, and I don't yeah. think you can do it. Yeah, that, they got to run the gauntlet. That's going to be a, a tough test, and that begins this week at Buffalo. Well, you know, since I don't forget, here's why Jerry Jones just ended Bill Belichick's career, and I'm glad we talked about that Dallas Cowboy win. Did you watch that game, the Cowboy game? A fair amount of it, yeah. It wasn't, it was, it, yeah. Stephon, it wasn't Gil- Stephon Gilmore basically just 
took over as a defensive back in that game and and eliminated uh, the Eagles receivers. Do you know that we stole that guy from Bill Belichick in New England for a fifth round draft pick? Just just an absolute steal. Okay. And if you go through Belichick's draft record, his draft picks really don't make a lot of sense. You know, his teams have not been good since Brady left. And, you know, I'm sure Robert Kraft's sitting there watching the game saying, we let this guy go for a fifth-round draft pick? I mean, the Cowboys absolutely stole it. That was the final nail in the coffin. I, I Belichick's mean, gone. I think, Be- I mean, yeah, I mean, there is all the talk about Belichick gone, is being gone. I just... I just wish he would step back from his front office duties. You know, get give the GM and player personnel over to somebody else and get yeah. out of that because that's where he's failing. He's not failing on the field. Well, he's failing on the field because he doesn't have personnel because he's screwing up in the front office. Who's the former player for Detroit that ran the front office, ran them into the ground? Matt Millen. Matt Millen. Yeah, I mean. it's It, it, is, a rare, it is a rare player that can transition to the front office, and it's a rare coach that can also do that front office. Now, thankfully, my 49ers have the exception. John Lynch is amazing, is amazing. Great GM. You know, and, and the courage that, that he showed to get rid of Trey Lance and just eat it and go, yeah. we're, we're, we're not putting good money after bad and we're moving on, that was awesome. That was a true GM. Yeah, there's some good, uh, there's some good uh, GMs out there. I, I think, like I said, there's going to be three for sure firings. San Diego, their staff's gone. Washington staff's gone. Matter of fact, looks like they've worked out a deal to move to Virginia. I don't know if you saw that or not. Uh, I heard that Ted Leonsis in the D.C. area was moving, that there was speculation that he was going to move the Capitals and the Wizards to Virginia. I haven't. I beg your pardon. That's right. It was the Capitals and the Wizards. Yeah, I, I haven't heard anything yet about um, uh, the Commanders. That yet. might not be far behind, but that coaching staff's definitely gone. Yeah, and that's, I mean... If if Todd Bowles doesn't finish strong in Tampa Bay, I think they're gone. Eberflus in Chicago is probably gone, gone. To, to make way for uh, Harbaugh. Yeah, so there's going to be a lot of a lot of changes. My two locks, Bob. The Panthers are at home playing Atlanta, and Atlanta's minus three. I don't understand that line. Atlanta's got enough talent offensively. Uh, Panthers are absolutely abysmal. I think that's a gift getting Atlanta at minus three. Has that line changed at all? Uh, Atlanta minus three hasn't changed, which kind of scares me a little bit. <clears throat> I mean, you're pl- the P- Panthers are one in twelve. Yeah, they're they're pitiful. And and the real tragedy. Only have to give up three points. And and the real tragedy for Carolina and Carolina fans is you're pitiful. You're going to be at the bottom of the league. And you're not going to get your draft pick. It's going to the Bears. That's crazy. That is crazy. What's your other lock? My other lock is Indy at home against Pittsburgh. The line opened at two and a half. I bought it at two, but now it's gone all the way down to one and a half. I still like Indy to cover this game. I know offensively, if you watched them play Cincinnati last week, they, they had some stutter steps, but they still move the ball. I think offensively they have the talent to easily put up 24 to 27 points on any given Sunday. Love that. Love Indy minus one and a half. I'd be, I, I would be very scared of this game. 
Pittsburgh. And I know you're just going to Pittsburgh the, things. I know you're just going to say the whole Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Mike Pittsburgh doing Pittsburgh things. But you know, Ben Roethlisberger called out Tomlin earlier in the week. Yeah, Ben, go, go, <laughs> go on the happy retirement path. <laughs> so those are my two locks. If you want to make a little money, that's where I put a little bit of my coin on. College football, Bob. I did not realize how hazardous being a college football coach or assistant coach can be to your career. Uh, one of my Ohio State Buckeye guys, Keenan Bailey, went up to recruit in Cleveland and got jacked, as in carjacked. Oh, okay. Well, that, <laughs> the, does that say does that say things about college coaches, or does that say things about Cleveland? Or does it say things about high school football players and where you got to go to get them? No, and uh, the big the big news out of I me mean, to switch. But I mean, I'm a, we won't switch sports. I mean, it's still premature to talk about college football. I mean. For all you degenerate gambler college football fans out there, come on. Have you been watching any of the uh, advertisements or any of the commercials about college football? They're not talking about any of the college bowl games except the national championship. So all you guys that are in the bad boy mower bowl <laughs> and the VRBO bowl and the, the Sarsaparilla bowl, yeah. It's it's strictly for money, and half these kids aren't even playing in most of them. So, and and here's something I said this past weekend: when everybody can make a bowl game, it's no longer special. You're no longer special when everyone's special. No one's special. That's true. So, bring on the twelve. Bring on the twelve team playoff, and let's be done with this bowl game crap. Well, you'll get your wish. Yep, next year. Next year. Did you see that Draymond Green? I mean, talking about uh, yeah, news I mean, suspended this, this guy, indefinitely. This guy's got some problems. Yeah, that's that's what they're saying. Yeah, it just seems like there's something there that, that that triggers him about every other day. He play he plays with a uh, reckless abandon. Didn't he get suspended last year for fighting one of his own guys? He got suspended this year already. This is his second suspension this yeah. year. He got suspended this year for choking out somebody, and now he's suspended indefinitely, which means who knows what it means. I mean, I mean, we'll we'll start to get source reports of, you know, what his conditions are because the league is going to have conditions and the team is going to have conditions, and John Morant is coming back possibly soon. Yeah, didn't he have sixty games or something? Something like that. Yeah, that that suspension is getting ready to run out. Well, hopefully that guy, that young man, got his um, got his act together. Yeah, hopefully. I know uh, NBA Hall of. I don't know if he's a Hall of Famer. Bob McGinnis, my son. Yeah, Chris. passed away. Yeah, great player. Passed away. Um, played with Gervin back in the day. Yeah, so, I actually, yeah. I actually, I actually drove by the Gervin Academy last night. I'm on my way home. Yeah, maybe we can get George back up here, man. Do part two. There's so much I wanted to talk to him about. I, I, I I'd like to get his thoughts on <laughs> thoughts on Draymond. And what, and what may be up with him, but. Yeah, it's kind of a sad situation. It's a shame because he's a great player, won some championships, mm-hmm. and you just don't want to be known as, you know, the guy that got in fights. It's it's more it's more than fights. It's stupid. It's stupid yeah. things. It's stupid aggression. Yeah. So. There's an underlining cause. Yeah, probably. Hopefully he'll get it addressed. Probably. Bob, we haven't done it in a while. You guys want to do some uh, trivia? Well, let's do, let's do one card of trivia. All right, one card of trivia, folks. What we do is we ask sports rules to each other, and we're not very well at getting the answers correct. Play along at home. 
See if he can beat us. Bob, I'm going to do pro football. Okay. Same with pro football. A field goal attempt is blocked, but bounces back to the kicker. Is it legal for him to attempt a drop kick in this situation? A field goal attempt is blocked, yes. but bounces back to the... Yeah. A la Garo, your premium. Yeah. That's going back. Remember that play? Yeah, I think the last... Is, isn't is isn't Doug Flutie the last player to, to convert an actual drop kick lately? I don't know. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, that's good. So woohoo, I got it. All right. Okay, we're going to go pro basketball. Okay. I swear. About them Spurs. Who's going to... Oh my God! You watched but, a game last but they night. They still don't have the worst record in the NBA. No, they don't, and they, and they don't. They, they don't have the worst the, the worst losing streak either. But but that Vegas over twenty seven wins. I think I think if you had the ender, which I would have lost that one. My God, and, you know, and, and I don't wins. I don't believe in moral victories all that much. But man, they look good coming back against the Lakers. That showed some maturity, and it's an immature team. This is the youngest squad in basketball. I mean, when you think about it, though, they they've basically fleeced Atlanta for their next four first round draft picks yeah. for the next couple of years, and we're going to get another. We're probably going to be in the lottery again if we get Atlanta's lottery, and then the cap money and some trades. I mean, look out! You know, Spurs are doing it the right way. They're they're building this thing brick by brick. Yes, and 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 again, I'm going to say this again. I've said this in other places. Please, please don't wish for tanking and wish for losing. Honest tanking, we have a young, inexperienced squad. They're immature. They're getting their legs. Even Wemby is getting his NBA legs underneath him. Yeah. He got called for a foul on a three-pointer last night that could have tied the game. That was that was kind of stupid. So let's let's just continue the season and let's just play we are play where we are. We're not trying to lose, guys. We're putting players out there, getting experience, and possibly also maybe increasing their trade capital and making these making these players valuable on the trade market, so we mm-hmm. can bring in other a good mix next year. So I think that's the plan. And yeah. well, Wimby is setting records already. That oh uh, NBA records. He broke another one the other night. You know what it was? What was it? Dwight Superman Howard uh, was the youngest guy. For 20 points and 20 rebounds until Wemby came along, and he just broke that record. Wemby's, his last night it was 30 and 15, I think. Would you have still taken Scoot Henderson over Wemby? No, no, absolutely not. So do you renounce that? I, ne- I, I never said take Scoot over Wemby. It was always Wemby. I got to go back and roll tape. I never said take Scoot over Wemby. Wemby was a generational talent. I did say if if we dropped to two, Scoot wasn't a bad consolation prize. Okay. So that's Absolutely. what I said. Okay, so here's your pick. Here's your question. Since we just uh-huh. talked about basketball, we'll go mm-hmm. basketball. Okay. And this is kind of apropos of the time. John gains possession of a rebound. He swings an elbow <laughs> and hits an opponent in the chest. How, Green. how does the official rule? Repeat the question one more time. John gains possession of a rebound. Okay. He swings an elbow and hits an opponent in the chest. How does the official rule? Well, nowadays things have changed. They, they would they would decide whether it was a grade one, two, three foul. But in today's NBA, I believe the possession would. There would be free throws 
the guy who got who got hit in the chest would have a free throw and the possession stays with that team. John is assessed with an elbow foul, you're right, and his team with a team foul. The fouled player is awarded two free throw attempts. Okay, which was and was, depending on the severity of it, John may be ejected for unsports for an unsportsmanlike act. That's before they instituted the, kind of more of the grades. we're gonna look at it directly. But even under the old set of rules, which our questions are based on, it could have been considered an unsportsmanlike act. Okay. One so more we or we'll call it a tie. Yeah, okay. I'll stay with football. A field goal attempt is blocked. Did you just ask that question? Just seeing if you're paying attention. It's a field goal. <laughs> seeing if you're paying attention. All right, we'll do college football since we got a lot of bowl games that I know you're interested in. Consecutive timeouts cannot be called by the same team between downs. True or false? True. It's a delay of game penalty. False. Consecutive timeouts cannot be called by the same team between downs. True or false? In college, it's listed as false. Now, I don't know if that's changed since this came out. Seems stupid. (laughs) Stupid rule. Okay, pro. The quarterback throws a forward pass that is touched simultaneously by the tight end and a linebacker. The pass pops up into the air and is caught by an offensive tackle. Is this a legal completion? Absolutely. Yep, true. Okay. I'm a winner. Winner, winner, All chicken right. dinner. Well, until next week, you all have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that like and subscribe if you're so inclined. And until again, OH. Peace out. I owe.